Good afternoon, Julian. Good afternoon. I, I wanted to ask you, you know, you've been around a long time, obviously. You guys have scored one touchdown in the last two games. You've lost back-to-back -back games. Those things don't happen very often for you guys. Can you give us a sense of sort of what the, the level of urgency is like in the locker room right now and, and in the offensive meetings? Uh, I mean, it's pretty urgent here always, especially after a loss and then doubling down and having two in a row. So, um, you know, what, what has happened in the past couple weeks has happened in the past couple weeks. What we have to do is try to focus on what we can control and, and what we can learn from those things and try to really you know, hone down on our preparation pro process and our practicing and, and build our confidence through that and, and go out and try to play our best football, uh, you know, in these upcoming, this upcoming weekend. So, I mean, that, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, you know, it's, it's not the first time we've ever lost a game here. Um, and yeah, it definitely sucks. And, and it is what it is, but you got to put that in the past, have a short memory and, and really go out and, and try to focus on what you can control. And that's, that's, our preparation process and practice. And just as a follow-up, Josh was talking last week about sort of there are certain plays that you're not playing now, and and he made it seem like, look, we're kind of keeping a big picture of you here, and we're we're trying to reduce wear and tear on on Julian. I'm just curious how you feel about you know your I think your snaps are down about 15 to 18 percent this year from last year. Just how you're sort of managing the different expectations that they're giving you hey you know our coaching staff has been here and and have had a tight group for a very long time you know josh knows me very well and uh, i've i've played under him for you know the past you know nine ten years and uh you know whatever he asked me to do i'm gonna do uh you know that's it's one of our leaders of our unit and uh you know that's my job as a player is try to go out and just do what they asked me to do and and let them worry about the grand grand scheme, big picture, uh, you know, whatever. And me try to go out and worry about just continually trying to improve my game and, and worry about what's on my plate at this moment. And, and you know, with this week, it's the 49ers. So, you know, that, that's how I keep my mindset and, um, uh, that's how I'm trying to continually try to do it. Next question, Dan Roach, followed by Ian Steele. Hi, Julian. I uh, hope you're well. Uh, Thanks, just a thought on, on you talked about practice and preparation. What was this week like for you guys to finally be able to have practice and preparation and get ready for opponent? It's been the last couple of weeks. It's certainly been a uh, rocky ride for you guys to try to get ready for an opponent. So uh, what was it like this week for, as a team? You know, I never thought I, it would come to this, but I was I was pretty excited to go out and practice and have a normal week. Um, you know, it's 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 a huge part of of how you build confidence, especially with a young unit and a young team. And um, you know, when when you go out and you can see yourself do it on film, you can see the guy next to you doing the right thing on film in practice, actually getting a, a you know. A bit of experience doing it, I think uh, it helps everyone be able to go at uh, go to bed at night and, and and sleep comfortable and and it makes you your most confident. Um, now, you know it's it's definitely a tricky year with 2020, uh, and 
you know that at any time you're going to have to uh, be ready to adjust and, and adapt to uh, whatever we got going forward. But, uh, you know, I, it was nice to get on the practice field and, and you know, kind of go out and, and uh, you know, work on things on the field instead of being, you know, virtual. So you know, it was it was nice. As you said in your career, you've actually been excited for practice or missed practice, whether it be college, high school, or, or on the pro level. How, how many times have you had that opportunity to say, wow, I can't wait to practice? Uh, usually when it's taken away from you for some odd reason, off an injury or something going here, you know what I mean? Or, uh, or under these circumstances where, you know, we're shut down and, and uh, you know, trying to fight a different battle. So, you know, I, I guess the whole saying, you know, you always want what you can't have is true. Thank you. Uh, next question, Ian Steele, followed by Alan Siegel. Hi, Julian. Um, I know, you know, you grew up in the Bay Area. I think your Pop Warner team was the 49ers, and now you're playing against the 49ers. Just what are some uh, some 49ers memories that you may have from, from back in the day? I mean, my, my dogs were named Dwight Montana. Uh, I remember, you know, grabbing a I think it was either a milk carton and getting like a $5 ticket to go to Candlestick and sitting in these bleacher parts where you couldn't even see the stadium. It was like the overlap. Uh, you know, a lot of great memories of mine were, you know, growing up and supporting and loving, uh, you know, the, the San Francisco 49ers uh, and then playing for, you know, the Redwood City 49ers going out and winning a couple of Super Bowls and, and really developing my love of this game, um, you know, in the beginning part of me playing football was for a 49er team. And, you know, I mean, it's definitely, uh, it, it, it's definitely pretty cool to, to be able to, to play them. Um, this isn't my first time, but uh, it, it's always a pretty special kind of game uh, just because, you know, all my friends back home, my family, I, you know, we were all, you know, diehard Niners fans and, Anytime you get to see that uh, that red gold, it, it, it's it's special to us. So it, it's it's a pretty cool experience. I'm looking forward to doing it and and going out and getting to play against a very good 49er football team. Thank you. Two final questions: Alan Siegel and Bob Sosa. Hi, Julian. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks, Julian. I've heard some some guys talk sometimes about practice is what builds a foundation for a particular week, and also as the season goes along, that foundation becomes stronger. With the kind of disruption that you have had, I'm wondering if you noticed when you got back to work this week that the foundation maybe was eroded a little bit. And have you noticed that it's built back up a little bit this week and toward the future? You worry about that for this year? You know, I'm 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 no earth dynamics type person. I don't know uh, you know about erosion or any of that. Uh, no, I'm kind of focused on uh, you know just going out and trying to continually improve and, and being able to take advantage of the time that we do get together on a practice field and and really trying to hone down on fundamentals and skills and and our scheme for the week. So, uh, you know, of course, it's it's better to go out and, and, and have a week of practice. Uh, 
Um, so, you know, I, I don't know why, but I just thought of what is a liquid faction, you know, building on like a sandy surface and the earthquake, San Francisco. I don't know. You just made me think of some like straight earth dynamics, uh, 2006 circa, uh, class at Kent State learning those things. But uh, I, I don't know anything about the erosion or anything, but I just do know that it, it's nice to be able to go out and, and practice. Thanks. I'm glad I was able to make you think back to your college days. <laughs> Last question, Bob Sosi. Thanks, Stacy. Uh, hi, Julian. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm no help on earth science or geology or any of that. Uh, uh, they, my wife gets those questions from the kids. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to follow up with a question about the 49ers, and you were uh, you mentioned your dogs, Dwight and Montana. Of course, another key piece of that team at that time was Jerry Rice. And I know there was somewhat a relationship with the Rice family during your high school career. And now as a professional, there you are with Jerry Rice, one, two, in postseason receptions, postseason receiving yards. What kind of relationship have you enjoyed with him? And, and how much did you admire not only the player he was, but the worth that work ethic? he had and has that been in some ways a model for you i would i would definitely say jagger rice has been a huge inspiration on uh me as a football player uh and and work ethic him and, and my father i mean you know growing up in redwood city uh you know they had edgewood park and there was jerry rice hill and it was the folklore and and it was known that Jerry Rice used to go out and run that hill and everyone knew about his work ethic, him going out and catching bricks and outworking people and never taking time off and really taking his craft seriously. Um, you know, growing up around uh, his family, we, we really didn't have, you know, he was so busy with, with football. Um, it, it wasn't anything like, uh, you know, me being able to break down or ask any questions, you know, I was, I was too terrified of him because he was the goat and he was, you know, a God in our area. Um, but you know, he's, he's definitely been an, an inspiration, like I said, for his work ethic and, and, you know, how he, how seriously he took his craft. Um, you know, I remember Mrs. Rice always telling me, she told me a story once, that, uh, you know, after they went to a, either an AFC or NFC championship or something, he had a great year, you know, immediately after the season, he wanted to lose five to 10 pounds and started star starving himself and running more. And, and this was like weeks after a season. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it explains why, um, you know, he is who he, he was and who he is today. Uh, and how special he is to this game. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, Jerry kind of was a pioneer for the, the professional athlete of nowadays. I mean, now everyone's so specialized and, and you know, training and this and dietitian, uh, you know, in their craft. I mean, and, and Jerry was doing that or Mr. Rice was doing that in, uh, you know, in the eighties, uh, you know, before it was so, you know, popularized like it is now. So, 
you know, and he's I, he's been a huge inspiration to me. Um, you know, and it's 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 uh, it's an honor to even you know be be near anything of his in any kind of thing. How often did you run that hill? I I ran it when I used to come back from college, but then I also used to go to another place because the the Jerry Rice Hill was like a two and a half three mile like steady up uphill run. I used to go to this place called Kenyatta, and they had like this full forty five. I used to call that the Jerry Rice Hill too. Everything that was hard or anything was Jerry Rice something. So uh, it was more of a sprint, like a 200-yard sprint through like this dirt that turned into rock that turned into dirt. So then like you're using different gears and, you know, so I mean, I used to run it here and there, you know, when I was when I was young and even when I was a pro a couple of times, I'd go back home. I remember early in my career when I'd go back out there and, you know, when I started kicking, kicking the dirt off the tires, getting ready to go into train mode, go run up that thing and puke a couple times. And, you know, he, he definitely, you know, he's a machine. Julian, I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much, Julian. All right, guys.